Welcome back to the Rumor Mill Podcast, your weekly pop culture news guide. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And today we have something that is long awaited by long us. Long yeah. <laughs> Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. This sucker right here was hard to find. And it was I found expensive. it. I found it on eBay for $20, a single can of soda for $20. You know why? Because stupid me went to go pre order it and then realized I'd missed the pre order by two days and it was sold out. So I, I had was to a go. Upset. I had to go find somebody hawking it on the interwebs, and here it is. Yep. Well, we're gonna try it. We're gonna I'm try gonna it. Grab my we glass. Got, we got our mugs here. We got it. Cheers, right? Ding. <laughs> we got our mugs here. We're gonna crack it open. Fingers crossed, it doesn't explode because it did travel through the mail. Well, it's been sitting long enough that it should be fine now. Fingers crossed. I need you to cross your fingers. Okay. Crossed. Okay, you ready? <laughs> A, a spicy soda on air. What are we thinking? Okay, you ready for this? God, I'm a little terrified. Oh, it's oh, orange. Oh, that's a horrible color. How much do you want? Should we just start off with a little? Should we start off with that? Sure. Just a, just. It's a horrendous noise or color. To be expected, though. ASMR. ASMR. Wow, way to give yourself more than me. I know. I just realized that. You ready to try this? Sizzle, sizzle. Smell. It smells like interesting it smells like oh my gosh it's like a candy from your childhood like they had them i don't know it's the specific memory that's giving me is like i totally know what you're uh, talking about like when i was at the the roller skating rink as a kid that like fever dream time it's it's, no you know what it smells like orange crush orange soda it smells like orange soda that's what i'm getting i'm really nervous you ready to sip it cheers oh god here we go Oh, that went in my nose. Oh, that spice. It does have some kick. Ooh. It has some kick. Can you feel it in the back of your throat? That is not <laughs> spicy. This is disappointing. It tastes like orange. I can, It goes... Immediately the spice goes into your nose and you can feel it on There's your throat. There's no spice You in don't my feel nose. any at all? No. I totally feel some spice. It's got some heat. Like, not super spicy, but like... If this you, is... If it you tastes like... Raw it pepper. just tastes like Mountain Dew, and then there's like a mild heat that's. It in goes the back like of your right throat. in the back of your throat. There's, but it's so mild. It's like you might as. It's so mild you might as well be drinking a warm drink. I like it. People it's, hated this. Everybody hated this. Was it worth the well, wait? Because Lexi? it's kind of what, underwhelming. What are we gonna rate this out of ten? It's 10? really underwhelming. What are we gonna rate? This? I would not drink this normally. <coughs> I don't really like Mountain Ooh. Dew to be honest. So I love Mountain Dew. I'm not a Mountain Dew person. So for me, it gets like a three out of 10. I'm underwhelmed. Oh, that, that's actually, I actually feel that It doesn't that taste spice. disgusting. Like it's edible. Ooh. I love the different reactions of like, I'm like, I feel like I just had a bunch of pepper. Like it, it's spicy in the back of your throat. It tastes like Mountain Dew, but like if there was like <clears> The carbonation got me for a second there. Hot like pepper in it or something. I like it. It's spicy. I'm literally letting it sit in my mouth and there's no spice. Uh, even against your throat, like the minute I... <coughs> There's, I love spicy food. This is nothing. Ooh. I just had like... I love spicy food too. I just can't handle it. I'm a true Caucasian. <laughs> oh my God, my eye. <laughs> oh. I just spit it in my eye. Jesus. <sighs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh God. There's you know no what? spice. I actually feel that heat though. Whew, okay, if you guys are interested in the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot, I'm really disappointed by this thing. What, which it's not like a drink; it's a concoction. It's an experiment, and we're the guinea pigs. Now that I've swirled it around in my mouth, there's like there's heat. slightly more heat. It's oh. like I feel like there's like little tingles. Well, it's gonna be really expensive. Is it worth the twenty dollars we no, spent on eBay to get this? Not. You don't think so? No. You don't think so at all? No. Not even remotely. Okay, I'm going to rate this a 6 out of 10, just because I like the taste of Mountain Dew, and the spice <clears> is fun. It's like the spice, like it's ex- like I didn't expect the spice. Like a spicy there's soda. No, there's This is not spicy. I think it's kind of, it has heat to it. I disagree. It's literally like, I give it like a 3 I out of 10. I feel it in the back of my throat. Spice is like a you 1 You know what it is? It's like Beijing beef from 10. Panda Express. Like it, it's not really spicy, but there's heat. You know what I mean? 
like a spicy soda. When have you ever said that you've been able to try a spicy soda? I, I, I'm digging it. I mean, never, but like, it. it's not good. No, but it's not worth the money. Like, if, no. if I were to buy this at the store for like 10 bucks and like a six pack, fine. But like one can of soda for $20 and this is it? Yeah. Why doesn't it taste like Cheetos? Like, even if but, it was disgusting, it would have had like a signature taste. This has no signature taste. It To me, it's no. just heat. Like, you drink yeah. it, it tastes like soda, and then in the back of your throat, it's like pepper. I want to be Lexi able to finish so. this, and you're gonna I honestly it. don't. You're going to finish I'm going to force you. It'll be... I'm going to... Come on. You got this. Are we chugging it? I don't want to chug Should this. Should we chug it's it? It's just not good. Let's not chug it. You don't do I don't that. like Mountain Dew. <laughs> what? How many, how many calories are in it? 220 calories? It's sugar. 58 grams of sugar. Do you know that a Coke is 32? I yeah, don't know why I know that off the top of my head. Exactly 32. <laughs> <laughs> like 32. Yeah, no, this that... is double a Coke. I mean, you know what? We're gonna we're, we're gonna raise our glass to Mountain Dew for trying. Like you they tried, gave it an attempt, you bamboozled it was kind of us. This was a total publicity stunt. This is not gonna be around ever again. They're never gonna make any more of this. It was a publicity stunt to get our money, and they did. And Congratulations. We played ourselves. We did. It's weird. Like it's I'll totally weird. I'll pour my glass into yours. You can have mine. Ew, no, you just had COVID. But I don't want that. Better. I don't want that. I don't want that. I have had two negative tests. And we have, I haven't seen you in I a month. I still, my taste, my sense of taste is there. Yeah. It's just muted. Oh, maybe that's why you can't taste the spice. Fair enough. Maybe that's why. I'm just sitting here just like oblivious. My sense of smell is still really gone. So I gone. can't smell very much. Gone girl. Like if I put my nose in this. Like let's smell it. Like. like I don't I can smell, s- I smell barely anything. Though. Yeah, I, I don't really smell, smell anything. Like much, no, so no, maybe no. not. That wasn't a really good example. <clears throat> but like. Oh. Wendy Williams moment. Unprofessional moment. I'm sorry. It's the carbonation. Okay. Um, but yeah, my sense of smell is pretty gone, but it's slowly coming back. I miss like, you though. We can talk crap about people on the internet. Again. Yeah, it's um, nice to be back. Last couple weeks, we had some awesome guests on. We did. It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful, but I'm happy to be back in like, in our, in our, you know, in our jam. circle. This is yeah. our jam, you Mm-hmm. yeah see we get to so we have we have a lot to talk about we got a lot to cover uh last two weeks i always feel like when we take a week off and we do like a celebrity interview the internet pops off and everything goes and wrong. everything goes wrong just as soon as we're not there to hold it together it just falls apart yeah and we've said that in the past and i think it holds true i think it definitely holds true um, i think we jinx so ourselves did let, we jinx ourselves well let's let's just get into it let's just and, get into it um that way the internet won't fall apart this next week. Yeah. We're going to so, hold this together for you. We're going to start off. We have to talk about the Met Gala because so much the Met Gala, happened. Bro. The Met Gala used to be like a prestigious event with A-listers and awesomeness. And now I feel it's just, it died. It's dead. Rest in peace. It's becoming a little more like, accessible. Like who are these people and why are most of them there? Is my question. Where's Blake Lively and Beyonce and Jay-Z and Ryan Gosling and Madonna and all these people and like why is addison ray there why is the driver's license girl there olivia rodrigo dixie d'amelio why is she there why is little nas x they got there? the money do you know the rules of how to get into the met gala a table costs i think between 200 and 300 000. a plate like a seat costs thirty thousand. yeah and on top of that even if you have the money to go anna wintour has to approve or decline every guest. So even if we had $30,000 to buy a plate and buy a seat, she could decline us from going. Why weren't we invited? If, if you're inviting everybody, then... <laughs> you lost like, if, if Really, if they're inviting just everybody nowadays, I feel like we deserve a shot. I agree. I, feel I like think we, we deserve should a shot. be there. So let's... Uh, first, we got a Kim Kardashian. So Kim showed up... I didn't up. understand Kim's outfit. Is it, was it a statement? Was there a message behind it? Kim showed up in something this- designed by Balenciaga. <laughs> Fully covered in black from head to toe. I actually think it's really cool. It's like monochromatic. I it's sleek, don't it's clean. understand it. I, I don't think it's that great. I don't think it's all that. I dig it. Sometimes I like it. fashion just confuses me. And well, she's been wearing a lot of black like this, like Kanye's events and stuff. So people think, is it a sign of something? It's a grief. She's mourning. Well, I guess they're not getting divorced anymore. Apparently. I don't actually understand how to rate here. fashion. So, okay, so I here's, just here's J-Lo. James like Corden. Why, why, why is James Corden there? He's at everything. Did, did you see the other day that he did that whole um, like sidewalk flash mom with Camille Cabello for that Cinderella movie? And that everyone was really irritated because they held up LA traffic. Why that. do you let him do this? Why, why are we letting him get away with this? Like he used to be, I feel like James Corden used to be like really entertaining. And like now all of a sudden he's just really irritating. Like yeah, he, no, he thinks, he, sure. like now he thinks he's more than like a late night host. Like now he sings and now he's in movies. Stay on your show. 
And Camille Cabello. You have to have She's, seen all the tweets. Yeah, no, her Cinderella is just disgusting. Just it's awful. A- absolutely disgusting. If you look up on Twitter or TikTok all the reactions to it, whoever edited the auto-tune hated her because she sounded horrible. <laughs> like, it was... It, it, why did there need to be another Cinderella? And why would you cast Camille Cabello? Um, <coughs> who is that? Is that Kate Hudson? Oh, I like Kate Hudson. She looked good. Right? Um, yeah, sure. Who, okay, Billie Eilish. Do we think this was chic or... I liked Billie Eilish's dress. I liked Billie Eilish's look. Like, it was, it was... The theme was American fashion. So, like, they were supposed to wear American brands. I feel like that was really safe, though, because every year they do something crazy, and, like, now it's, like, American Yeah, American fashion. is a weird theme. We don't have much of a style, do we? No. Like, what's American fashion? Nike Air Force Ones? <laughs> Basketball shorts? Yeah. Yeah. Basically what I wear every single day. Like, like did this not look like Party City? Absolutely. It looks a little like Party City. But, like, I appreciate the, the Star Wars. Yeah, right? it's Star Wars reference we, to me. We're, we appreciate the Star Wars reference. Okay, what about, um, who's this? I don't know who that, that is. That is beautiful. But she looks great. Don't I know who she it. is. We don't know who you are, but you look great. Um, I don't know who that is either, but you look great. Okay, Pete Davidson. Okay, the minute love I saw it. this, I was like, Cruella. Um, oops, I can't zoom in. The kill? Is it a kill? It's like a dress, which I appreciate. And then I like how he's got the socks with, like, the three stripes on I, it, because I, I wear socks like that, too. I like the, I like the coat. Coat looks good, man. Yeah. Like, he looks good. Okay, AOC. Everyone is either really excited or really pissed that she was there. Yeah. We talked about this, but I, I don't understand the point of making politician celebrities. Like, why yeah. why are we making politician celebrities? Like, here's a politician who, her dress is a statement, and it says, tax the rich. That's fine. Why, though, and then, like, look, there's Megan Fox, like, right behind. <laughs> why Why is she there? How did she get in? Well, she was donated a ticket. So they were doing charity work. Anyway. Um, anyway. I, do you do you like making politicians celebrities? No, I think it's silly. Personally, no. like I don't understand whatever side of the like political fence that you're on. I don't get why you would like idolize a politician. Like, like this is somebody that's supposed to work for you. Like why is Trump or Obama or like Hillary? Why are they going on like late night talk shows like Jimmy Kimmel? Like that to me is creepy. Like why is there like a big political figure going on a late night talk show as a celebrity guest? That's weird to me. I mean... I just don't like the... Polit- like, like, it's weird to me, like, when people stan a politician. I agree. It is definitely bizarre. Like, I think it's silly. And if you're the type of person that, like, has a shirt or a hat for a politician, then I look at you like, what are you doing? It, I mean, like, show your support. But, like, do we stand them like we stand as someone from the actual entertainment industry? No. No. Absolutely not. Uh, Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner, I think, was, like, best dressed of the night. She looks gorgeous. She looks great. Yeah, she looks stunning. She looks great. I'm really honestly a fan of the like nude dress that's like not. Ooh, what nude. about Sierra? Okay, that was like totally. Give me Power Rangers vibes. Okay, but this Seattle is Russell Seahawks? Wilson. Yeah, this is Russell. She's married to Russell Wilson. Yeah, I so, definitely like, can see it. We love that. Um, okay, who else? Who else here? Um, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. I thought that was iconic. I think it was really wonderful and really funny, and both, I think they both did a great job. Both amazing, except he looks like a ball pit from like. <laughs> Like, he does. Um, what's the place we used to go to? Um, it was like Just laser any, tag. Yeah, any like, like laser any, tag arcade ball yeah, joint. She looked cool, but like then she had like a big Very, sock it's like on Cruella her head. Cruella Deville. But she had a sock on her head. But not with the white. Like like here, if we're gonna find another picture, like we he, love here, Cruella Deville in this house. She looked. She, what's the big sock on her head? Let's see. Who who else are we? Oh, Emily Blunt looked so good. But see, where's John Krasinski? Look how good she looks. She looks stunning. She looks great. I love Emily Blunt. She She's great. a babe. Absolutely. Frank Ocean, man. With the puppet? With the baby? Uh, the American Life. American Life. Because I'm pretty sure that's it. we have the right to judge fashion. And when I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans. And I'm in Fashion Nova Men. <laughs> we love it. We are this basically is a, this is a, fashion police. So who are you wearing today? I'm wearing Fashion Nova Men. Oh. Uh, a size medium. Love that. Um, it's a sweatshirt. And it was not custom designed for me at all. No designer picked it for me. I bought it of my own free will and had to spend all my money on it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. What about you? What are you wearing? What are I'm you wearing today? I'm wearing Hot Topic today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, size medium as well. Mm. Oh, um, yes. Nice. We love medium, a medium gang. We love a medium. Yeah. <laughs> we look. So if anyone's interested in our looks and you want to judge us, feel free. Yeah. I feel like I bring it almost every week. I was a little lazy today, but... <laughs> you bring it? I feel like I like to... I, I dress like, up. Yeah, we look good. I feel like I dress up. You're like almost always in like a different color sweatshirt. That's your Yeah, like, like t-shirt. Well, it's like, I feel like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do you want me to do? 
Yeah, men's fashion is T-shirts, either... cargo shorts, sweatshirts, jeans. A man so. who knows how to dress well, though. Chef's kiss I will for fall you. Fall in love instantly. Like it's just yeah. how it is. Like people that don't dress well, like, like, you have to wonder. You really do have to wonder. You know what I mean? Wonder. What are we wondering? Well, you have to wonder. So, like, if I if I see a girl and like she's dressed like, you know, like. I'm not, but I like your style. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at somebody that has no style, now that's, there it is right there. Yeah. You have style. Thank you. I have style. But if you look at somebody that has no style, what are they thinking? You know, like, you have to wonder. How do they choose clothes in the morning? They just close their eyes and read. Exactly. See, and that's, I don't that's what I mean. That. See, you're always there to pick up the pieces. Thank you. You know what else went down on the red carpet this week? A lot more than just fashion. It was a fist fight. Well, an almost right? fist fight. Almost. If Conor McGregor had his way. So MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, and Megan Fox were at the VMAs, which the VMAs were, I think, were just like, what, last weekend? Mm-hmm. And the VMAs... They look stunning, by the way. Yeah, but like weird. Like, like, once again, they invited weird people. And like, did you see... I can't, I can't even talk about this. <laughs> did you see all the people on Twitter and TikTok reacting to Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Because the whole night on the red carpet, she kept calling him daddy. <laughs> No, I didn't see that, but I love that. Like, and then when she introduced him on the VMAs with Kourtney Kardashian, because MGK and Travis Barker were performing together, so Megan and Kourtney introduced them on stage at the VMAs, and Megan said, please give it up for our future baby daddies, and then they introduced them. And the internet's roasting her because she's like a 30-year-old woman still calling him daddy. But I mean, who cares? You know what I I think of? You know what I think of? Is like, this woman had a midlife crisis... And abandon her family to go date this younger man. And I'm thinking, Brian Austin Green, her ex, I don't even know if they're divorced yet, is sitting at home with his children, and they're watching the TV, and they look, and there's like, oh, look, there's mommy. Hey, daddy, who's that? And he has to be like, oh, that's your mom's new boyfriend. And then, like, over and over, she calls him daddy. But there's way more. I'm not saying that wouldn't be, like, maybe uncomfortable for the kids, but, like, you have to also live your life beyond oh no no for sure and i'm like i'm not trying to shame her because like oh women get a certain age in the entertainment industry they have to stay home and be moms like no like go out and live your life like she looks great yeah i mean she, she looks, looks great stunning right I, again like i said i love the like nude look i just like, think i'm that, wearing something i just think that she's so thirsty like nobody has even talked about her for 10 years until now she's with this guy mm-hmm. who in himself had like crystals all over his face why he's just doing his no, thing he looked like an idiot he looked like an idiot he looked like an idiot. They they both are just idiots. But anyway, allegedly, what I have heard is that they, Conor McGregor instigated this fight between them. Um, MGK said something like, you know, hey, bro, I think you're rad or something like that. Like gave him a compliment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Conor McGregor threw his drink at... MGK and Megan Fox, and I have a video of it. Like, and I have pictures, and I'll show you all the receipts. It's on, yeah, it's on our, it's, 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 it's on, on our Instagram. Instagram you can see it. So, like, here's the video of him throwing a drink, and yeah. you see it, right? And then he's backed off by it's security. Clear that it's what he's. And doing. here's all these pictures of, of McGregor trying to get at MGK, being held back by security, acting a fool, looking a mess, idiot, like short guy prop. Like this is what short men do. Why? Why on the red carpet? You're never going to be invited back to this place. Like, no. first of all, why is he even there? Second of all, like, I think he's a cool guy. Like, I actually yeah. like him. I don't like him after this. He looks like an idiot. Yeah, he looks like an idiot. Well, I guess he thought, I guess Connor thought that MGK was heckling him and responded and started yelling back, like, I'll F you up. I'll F your girl. I'll but take like, her. But that's like, not, but for what? And then what? went at him. For but, what, Like, though? for what? What happened? And even then if the, he is heckling you... Are we not above this? You can't, On the you can't red physically fight people in the real world and get away with it. And and get this. According to page six, everyone was, quote, screaming. Security was having trouble holding them apart. No one really knows what happened. Um, there have been some photographers on the, the red carpet that have come forward and kind of talked about it. But it's still really unclear. Like, we don't get what happened here. Mm-hmm. But, oh, love this. And, uh, Conor McGregor's PR... The show, so this was before the show, and then the show went on, and then after the VMAs, when everyone was leaving, they were doing, like, their final red carpet interviews, McGregor was asked really quickly, like, what was that fight about? What was going on? And at the same time that he answered this, his PR also put out a statement. And his PR wrote out and sent to the press, said because so, all these articles started to be written, because, like, this happened before the show, the show was hours, and then while the show was going on, this is starting to trend and go viral. Like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with Conor McGregor? Yeah. So his PR puts out a statement and says... um, 
something about how the fight, you know, Never McGregor. Happened. Yeah, it didn't happen. He didn't start it. You know, McGregor only fights real fighters. And then Connor comes out on the red carpet and totally parrots his PR and was like, I only fight real fighters. Like, that's BS. And then the internet was like, here's a video of you throwing a drink. You're just going to say it didn't happen? He is denying starting this fight and there's video evidence. Yeah. It's so bizarre. And I just love the the PR coordination of like, you know, they were texting him and emailing. Like, you know, that video of Snooki like like, typing and she's like, this is going to be so bad. This could be so, so bad. bad. Like that's his PR, like texting him like during the show. Yeah. What Idiots. are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Idiots. So that's that unsolved Dumb. mystery of what exactly went down and what happened there. Sort of. I still am confused. I'm confused. I'm befuddled. On a lighter note, the queen, Britney Spears, is engaged, She's which engaged. is so exciting. Raise your glass for Britney Spears. Raise your glass Finally. for Britney Spears. Like she's Woo! like come Something on, happy. You're come on. To... We've cheers like three times. I'm just like cheers again. Uh, okay, take it, take it, take a swig for Brittany. <sighs> wow. Ah, the queen is engaged. Her dad has allowed her. Well, not allowed her. He's filed to end the conservatorship, and then her social media went dark this week. I know, which is bizarre. What's going on for Brittany? So let's let's break this down. So Brittany announced on Instagram this week that she was getting engaged, and I'll pull up the quote. Oh wait, I'm dumb. Her social media is deactivated, so when I go to it, it's not found. It's not there. So I don't know what she said, um, um, but she I remember said something. it was like some long message of like this was so overdue, mm-hmm. like getting engaged, and she looked great. She looked really yeah, she happy, looked stunning. She was glowing. And then, uh, but, but this was like weeks ago. Well, the, the engagement was now, but weeks ago, her dad had filed to end the conservatorship mm-hmm. to terminate it. Um, and that he said that Brittany deserved a real evaluation and a follow-up to see if she still needs this. So, I mean, we said this from the beginning. Like, once this free Brittany movement, like, exploded, either he was going to crack or the judge was going to crack. Because yeah. the, the backlash would be huge for either of them if they just kept her in this. So, I think the next set of hearings are going to be in October, if I'm correct. Or maybe January. I don't know. One of the two. One of the two. One of the two. So, we're going to see if she's going to get out of this conservatorship. But... The conspiracy theorist went wild because her Instagram was deactivated. Which is bizarre because... So like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna go to her account right now. And this is what we see. Yeah. No posts yet. User not found. She's not there. But suspiciously, suspiciously, all right, she goes on Twitter after everyone starts freaking out about this and sends out a tweet, okay? It says, don't worry, folks. Just taking a little break from social media to celebrate my engagement. I'll be back soon. That is not taking a break from social media, though. That's something happened. Seems innocent, right? No. Seems like, oh, that's her. But no. then why is she going on another social media platform, which she hasn't deactivated? You know what I think it is? Hmm. Here's my theory. You know what my theory is? Okay. Go on. She's got these court hearings coming up, right? All on her Instagram for months. She's been talking super openly about what she's going through, um, where she's been, um, what she's facing, and how everything's not okay. And that's all documented. On social media, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if somebody, Jamie Spears, doesn't want us to have access to seeing her have a voice before the court cases, he's gonna do? he's gonna deactivate it, right? Yeah. But then why leave the Twitter? As a, to tweet out the I'm taking a break for social media. For do you this. think it's really a break? Or do you think it's just I like behind the so. scenes? I don't think so. I mean, I think it's behind the scenes. I feel like if you really want to take a break from social media, just log out. Just log out. It's not stop hard. Posting. Like you just log out. You stop posting. You stop checking it. Delete the app. Don't look at... Com- yeah, but you exactly. don't need to, de- like, to deactivate your entire page. That's just... Especially when there's like rumors that she's not really in control of her social media. Yeah. And then like something like this happens. It's weird. It's just... Sketch. Just it's, sus. it's just a little bit weird. It's We're, we're, we're saying it's sus. We're catching on to you, Jamie. At any rate, we just want her to be happy. So congratulations, Brittany. We're glad that you're getting engaged and getting to actually have time with the man that you love well unless he's a plant because there are rumors that he's on her payroll like that her dad has really hired him to keep an eye on her and so he's I pretending to be not. her boyfriend that's another conspiracy mm. i would hope not because that would be really cruel and really crushing and awful and i would feel so bad for her well they haven't been allowed to be engaged yeah like that's one of the things she brought up in her testimony she is that she plant, wanted to get married then if he was a plant then now maybe he already be engaged to her well no because now maybe they're letting this man on her payroll who's pretending to be her boyfriend propose to her so that she believes that she's getting some of her freedom back so she'll let down her guards and won't go as hard as them hard at them in court 
See, it's <sighs> all, it's all, I think it's yeah, all, all manipulation, games, yeah. all mind games. That's really horrible. I could not cope with being in a situation like that. Lexi's I don't ever like, want to be in a conservatorship. I don't give a crap. That's literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare is being in a conservatorship. Oh my God. Not being able to spend your own money or make your own decisions. Yeah. That would be horrible. Hashtag free Britney. Now this next story, I have a good idea. I think of what's going on, but I definitely need some clarification. Oh. And I know that you're the expert when it comes to all things frenemies, all things Trisha, oh, yeah. all things Ethan. Ethan, H3. So the feud is back please on. explain to me what the F is going on. We're going to pull up all the receipts. The feud is back on. Last time we talked about Trisha and Ethan, they were both beefing with Keemstar. And this is their biggest feud yet, I would I say. I think this is worse than the end of frenemies. Um, yeah. So trigger warning. This story this, has yeah, some graphic very themes. We're going to talk, uh, it, it involves sexual assault. So if you Allegedly. are sensitive to discussing that kind of thing, I definitely recommend skipping through. Also, trigger warning, Trisha Paytas? Just, yeah. Trisha Paytas. Trigger warning, Trisha Paytas. Tr- tr- trigger warning. Um, <laughs> so Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein, the feud is back on. There's leaked te- text messages, videos of Trisha crying, allegations against Trisha's fiance, Moses. It's bad. And then... There, a whole frenemies issue. So let me start at the beginning. So I think it was last week or this week, Ethan unlisted an episode of frenemies. Specifically, it was episode 17 where Trisha, by name, kind of doxes and calls out one of her former teachers. His name is Mr. Riney. He's no longer mm-hmm. here with us, passed on, RIP. And she claims that in middle school, he molested her. Which is a big deal. Yeah. Do you, want to, do you want me to, like, go into detail? Of what he did to her? Allegedly. Um, They're playing heads up, seven up, and she claims that he would touch his female students' breasts, like, while they were, you know, with the desk, playing heads up, seven up. I, I, that's disgusting. I, I know. Um, she made this claim. Obviously, he was like, oh, my God, that's so disgusting. That's crazy. Well, the H3 community, the H3 Reddit, which I love Reddit, bruh. Yeah. As I get older, Reddit is Are like... Are you a Redditor? Yes. Um, <laughs> Tips Fedora. Yeah. <laughs> the H3 Reddit and the subreddit did some digging into Mr. Riney. Found out that he's passed on. Trisha claimed that he was arrested for... I am not. I don't want to go into detail about this because it's bad. But inappropriate things he was watching on his computer while he had children in his class. She claims that he was arrested for this. Well, the H3 community did some digging and found out he wasn't arrested for that. He was fired from his job for it, but he wasn't arrested. So that's one inconsistency, right? Uh-huh. Trisha also claims that nobody else knew and that she didn't tell anybody about it, but that another girl came forward and then that's how he got fired. Mm-hmm. But then in a separate I don't know if it was another video or another podcast. There's a footage of her saying that she had gone to the principal and that he had moved her out of the class and that they had tried to kind of move her around so that she wouldn't have to be by Mr. Riney and that the principal knew. But then in H3 in front of me, she said that she didn't tell anybody. So like people are finding these inconsistencies in her stories. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was Ethan took down the episode and I'll read you what he said. He put out a statement. So what he said was, he titled the tweet important, and his statement was, It has come to my attention that Trisha, in episode 17 of Frenemies, called out a teacher by name and accused him of molesting her during school. She claimed this teacher was arrested and served time for possession of some inappropriate material. She also claimed that someone else had come forward to say he molested them as well. Upon further review, these claims seem to contradict available evidence. Because of the nature of these claims against the specific teacher and the stress it's causing to his family, because remember, he's, I guess, deceased, Mm -hmm. I have decided to unlist the episode for now until Trisha can better illuminate the situation. I want to emphasize that I do not believe Trisha would lie about something like this, so I want to give her the opportunity to clarify. But in the meantime, because the teacher has passed on and cannot defend himself, I feel obligated to remove it for now. Valid. Okay. Um, if you want to see the clip of Trisha talking about this teacher, we have it on our Instagram. I posted it. It's there. The episode's unlisted. So unless you have, that means unless you have the link to watch it, you can't watch it. Hmm. So this clip, if if anyone out there like listening or watching, if you want to keep up with all the Trisha and Ethan stuff, which is literally exhausting, it's like a full time job. Um, I don't know how I keep up with it. <laughs> um, I honestly don't know how I keep up with all this crap. It's just I like. Aren't these people tired of fighting with each other? Aren't they You'd tired think. of fighting with each other? You would think. You would think. We never get tired of talking about people, though. So I guess no. like maybe I guess maybe maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's a little too much yeah. to ask. But. No, uh, frenemies room on Instagram. 
posts all the receipts, all the tweets, recaps different videos. Like the, if Trisha puts out a video addressing everything, they'll do like a recap on it. Awesome account that keeps up with a lot of YouTube drama. So I get a lot of my receipts from there. Um, but like, I feel like that's valid. Like, do you think that Ethan had a reason to take down the video? Or do you um, think that I it mean, was... I can see why. I mean, his, his reasoning seems sound and logical. However, by the same token, I feel like anyone who does that deserves to have their name thrown through the mud okay so i showed you the clip you watched trisha talking about what allegedly happened Mm -hmm. like i said if you want to see it it's on our instagram i I want like your immediate reaction my immediate reaction is i believe her because i always believe i always believe people when they come forward about stuff like that just because i think that that's the right thing to do it's a hard thing to come forward about and so i think that if someone has the bravery and the strength to come forward and say something, then you owe it to them to at least believe them and give them a listen. If what they, I, my logic is I would rather defend a liar than a rapist. I'd rather defend a liar than a molester. I'd rather defend a liar than a um, person who would have inappropriate videos of mm. kids on their mm. stuff. If it comes forward that that person didn't tell the truth and made that up, that is wrong and they need to be punished for that. I would say just as way, equally if, if not that equal, event. I don't think equally, well, but because, they should receive some kind of huge fine or jail well, time or whatever for def- defamation of That's, character, which is a real genuine charge. It's almost charge. more damaging because it, or it's almost the same amount it's of damaging. Not, because, no, it's not. Well, yeah, because there's always going to be questions of like, well, maybe did they do it? Did they you get can't off? Compare, you can't compare rumors to what it's like to actually be assaulted. And I'm going to make that statement yeah, very Yeah, no, clear. I'm talking about like the person that's being accused. Yeah, but the person who's being accused, even if they're being falsely accused, it's going to be hard for them. I'm not going to discredit that. But the pain that they go through will never compare no. to the pain of somebody who's actually genuinely been assaulted or molested. No, no, I'm whatever. talking about like the, the punishment of like... Yeah, but the punishment shouldn't be equal then because the damage isn't the same. You see what I'm saying? There yeah. still should be a punishment and there needs to be a deterrent, yeah. but it can't be the same. But then how do you... Okay, so then let's come back to that. Because then Ethan and the H3 community finds inconsistencies or holes in Trisha's stories. They take the video down. This really upsets Trisha because Ethan has been very open in the past about believe all victims. That's his stance. And so Trisha now is questioning, okay, Ethan, is it believe all victims except for Trisha? Or is it believe all ge- victims in general? And what happened was... The situation got worse, and I'll explain how, because Trisha's fiance, Moses, has been kind of receiving some negative attention in the last few weeks because people are digging up things about him and his past that make him look like a liar and a leech on Trisha. Mm-hmm. And it kind of came to a head this week when I think it was one, specifically one of his ex-girlfriends, and she's come forward, her name is Daphne, she claims that he assaulted her. She made that big claim. Yeah. And she didn't really speak openly about it. What she did was she sent out uh, an Instagram story. And this woman, Trisha and Moses, have both called a stalker. They say that she's obsessed with Moses still. But then there's texts that this woman is leaking that are recent that are showing her and Moses allegedly still communicating. Moses saying that he's going to allegedly just knock up Trisha and then catch her in, in, in a spot for child support. Or that he's going to be with her for the content or the money until he can go back to this girlfriend. And so there's like slimy texts and allegations that have been floating around for a while. And then this dropped. So the alleged, I guess, victim put out on her Instagram story. This is what she said. I stand by everything I've said about, or I stand by everything I've said, but F all of this. It's not worth the hate I'm getting. I'd rather live with the shame, disgust, and regret. I wish I never met him. I wish our paths never crossed. Trisha, I shouldn't have involved you in my anger towards Moses. You called me names and I responded without much thought. I apologize for that. Moses, you and I both know what the truth is and wish you'd take accountability for how how you've acted. I wish you both healing and happiness. But then right after that, she sent out another Instagram story that said hashtag AB453, which is a bill right now going through politics, which is about assault, rape. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what she's accusing Moses of doing. Again, this receipt, I have it posted. If you want to look into it more, it's on her Instagram. Oh, yeah. That removing a condom without permission is illegal. Itch, which it should be. That's what she's accusing Moses of, right? So what happens is now, Trisha posted started began posting a huge series of videos like 
20 seconds, 40 seconds, 50 seconds on Twitter over and over and over of her crying to the camera. I'm sobbing. Like, I have never seen Trisha this upset. Yeah. And she claims the H3 community is coming after her and Moses and that they need to drop it, that Ethan and Eli need to stop talking about it because Trisha claims people have started calling the police on her mother and that people are calling Moses's work and telling his employers that he's allegedly a rapist. Which I mean, as they should. So Trisha is bawling, crying, saying this needs to stop. I've texted Ethan and Ela telling them, don't talk about me. Don't bring me up anymore. Frenemies is over. It was the worst mistake I ever did. If you go on Trisha's Twitter, the videos are all still there. It's like, honestly, me watching all of them. It was like a full-time job. That was like draining. And so there's a lot of people on Twitter who who feel sorry for her. And then there's a lot that are like, She's going through a mental breakdown. Like, stop posting on the internet. You need to get mental help. Like, this is not okay. So if the situation isn't already bad enough with Trisha posting all of these videos of her having a mental breakdown, she started talking about how she was texting Ethan and Ela saying, please don't bring this up on H3. Please stop talking about us because you're just bringing more attention to the situation. The H3 Reddit is coming after me and Moses. In the H3 Reddit, Trisha also posted on Twitter screenshots of them saying, hey, everyone, let's go after Trisha's sponsors. Listed all of their sponsors and said, you know, hi, Trisha, let's go after them. So the H3 community is calling her a liar with the Mr. Riney stuff. They're trying to go after her sponsors. And Ethan and H3 claim that they monitor the Reddit, the H3 Reddit. And Trisha is really upset with them that they're not doing anything about the H3 fans coming after her. So she's texting Ethan and Ela like, moderate, please moderate the H3 Reddit. Please stop talking about us. Let it die. We're going to handle the situation with the Moses allegations. She said they're totally false. We have text evidence, evidence like messages that totally disprove everything. Please stop talking about it. So that was basically the gist of some of her text messages. And she leaked all of the text messages that she had with Ethan and Ela. Because they said, we're going to share these if necessary. So Trisha took screenshots and put them out on Twitter and said, well, fine. I'm going to put them out before you can. So on Twitter, that's her plea to them to stop talking about everything. She sent them screenshots of the H3 Reddit. And he responded, you need to make a statement on the Mr. Riley stuff or Riney stuff. She responds, you do not get to tell me what I need to talk about. I've talked with his family. They were unaware of the report I made as a child. They want it to go away. You do not get to tell me how I handle my sexual assault. He responds, This is FYI, not a private chat. So don't assume you have rights of privacy, and I will share these screenshots if necessary. When I first read that, I was like, That's cold. Mm -hmm. Like, this man is cold. Like, either he's been put through the ringer by Trisha, and it's just walls up to her, or this man, like... Okay. Well, it it looks like it's a group chat. It is with H3, the producers, Ela. Um, But like right now at this moment, I'm thinking like, is Trisha the TV villain and Ethan is like the real villain? But then Mm -hmm. we get into more text messages. Wow. I'm pleading for you just to stop. Please. Um, I am pleading. This is not funny. Any of it. It's actually distress. Please. I am begging you to just stop talking about me. Please. I tried calling you, Ethan. Please. He responds. Anything you want to say in writing, please. She says, I'm saying it. I'm pleading for you to stop. Why can't you? And then he says, okay, then no need for like a phone call. Then you don't need to call me. She says, why can't you just leave me alone? Please. Everyone you talk about me more, every time you talk about me, more of this comes up. I am pleading for you to stop. Why can't you? Um, And then Ela enters the chat, which is Ethan's wife. Mm -hmm. Moses' sister, and she says, My mom is having a mental breakdown, and my whole family is basically broken down. Welcome to the club. You're not the only victim here. Start taking responsibility for your own actions and stop blaming us for everything that's happening to you. And same for Moses, who is not in this chat, but I'm sure he is reading it. And then Trisha responds, I have, and I stopped. Um, I stopped, I stopped, I stopped. Ela responds, Too little, too late. Okay, which I was like, Whoa, Ela. Well, and then of course, Trisha pleading more and more, Ela responding, you know, sorry, you also don't get to tell us what to do. Like, stop talking about me. Um, and then that's, this is when Trisha starts saying, you know, Moses didn't do this. You know, what do you want? Moses in jail for a crime he didn't commit? Ethan, how do you know he didn't do it? 
And then this is where Trisha comes in with, um, you know, if you guys texted me, he didn't. There's texts. Ethan says, how do you know? Trisha, he has so many. Ethan, I saw all the texts. Trisha, wow, you guys know him. Ethan, I thought I did. I don't know him. I believe the victim. Then Trisha, you are falsely accusing someone you know. You don't know this person. Oh my God. And then Ela comes back in. You are sending her hate nonstop. Think about what you're doing. Trisha, I haven't said anything. Ela, calling her a stalker? And then Trisha comes in with more messages of like, you know, I'm just, I want this to end. Please stop. Um, you know, I'm pleading. I'll tell, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm asking like effing please. And then Ethan comes back in, which I think there's like a spelling issue. And he says, and you would do if you actually cared about victims, you hypocrite. Shame on you. Shame on both of you. I'm trembling with anger and disgust. Shame, sadness. Then Trisha comes in with more lines. You know what? People lie. People do. This is not a random case. This is someone you know. So Trisha's argument is, this yeah, is your brother-in-law. Every, but there's always somebody that you know. Like, that's the thing, is the, the people... Yeah, she's saying, this is someone you know. Like, you should believe him. You know him. It doesn't matter. That's not how that works. Just because you know somebody and they're a good guy 90% of the time doesn't mean that they're not capable of making the worst mistake you can possibly make. Well, it gets worse because then she brings up the Reddit saying, your whole Reddit is saying I lied about being molested, but believe all victims, right? Why can't you just leave this alone? Like, really, it's too far. Then Ethan claps back, your accusations do not line up with your evidence. I am still waiting for you to clarify. Um, And then she says, you know, fine, you can hate us. And he responds with, I owe you nothing. And then Trisha comes back in with, fine, oh my god, okay. And then the last text Ethan sent was, shame on you both, shame. Yeah. And then she leaked all those texts. It just, it, I personally am messy. on Ethan's side with this. I, I, yeah, I love Trisha and this I love Ethan. It's just too much. It's just too much. Like this is too much because I'm sitting here thinking Trisha is trying to appeal to them of like, you know, Moses, this is your brother-in-law. This is your wife's brother. And you're not giving him the benefit of the doubt because you believe him. There's issues with that because a lot of times with situations like this it's people you know right like everybody knows like with every serial killer in history or criminal or murderer they always are going to have a mother a brother a father a friend there's always going to be somebody that knows them that was like oh i never knew yeah i never would have seen it coming right? but it doesn't mean that just because you never saw it coming that it didn't happen but then if ethan is blindly or i guess i don't know if it's blind well he hasn't seen he said, he said he that he's seen the text he then there's text evidence for Trisha and against Trisha, but if Ethan is taking the risk of not believing his brother-in-law in order to believe all victims, then shouldn't he extend that same courtesy to Trisha if he's believing all I, victims? I think that that's where can, my concern. You is. can still believe Trisha and also believe that she's dating somebody who is a possibly a rapist and a cheater, allegedly. Yeah, it doesn't just because Trisha is supporting the wrong person maybe in this situation doesn't take away from the fact that something bad could have happened to her when she was a child. Like she can simultaneously have been molested and be dating a rapist. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. So I think it's silly to say that, oh, just because she's supporting Moses means that what happened to her as a kid didn't happen. You can't say that. No, but I think that my problem is that Ethan seems very cold towards Trisha. I don't know if it's because I he's don't gotten... think that I think he's done. He's over. Exactly. This is exhausting. But I don't see, blame him for being cold. We don't especially see those with something moments. like this. Yeah, but like think of it this way. She's pleading to him, please don't talk about us. Please don't bring this up on H3. This is involving their family though. That's the thing. Is it involves their family just as much as it does her because even if Trisha and Moses get divorced, they're not even it's married still, yet. They're not even married yet. Even if they break up, it's still Ela's brother. Yeah, it's still they can't run Moses away from mom, it. They is... have every right to talk about it because it's their literal direct family. True. Trisha's not True actually doesn't have to be involved in any of this. Mm, she can point. walk away from the situation like that. Good point. But Ethan and Ela never Our can. Stuff. And see, this is what's so toxic now about the relationship is that. They are almost and going to be family if the wedding goes forward. So Ethan and Ela are done. Like there's mm-hmm. no frenemies coming back. We're no. not going to get the final episode. There's never going to be another drop of merch, which yeah. like totally breaks my heart because they were such a dynamic duo and amazing. 
but he's done with her. He is so he's done. over it. And which I, think, I don't blame him for. <laughs> I don't either because I think that, but then Keemstar enters the chat, which we've talked about Keemstar on our podcast. He has had both with beef with both Ethan and Trisha, and he claims that his two cents, he's thrown in like a Gabby Hanna moment, like he's inserting himself in the mm-hmm. drama. He said on Twitter, you know, you guys hate on Trisha all the time, but think about this. H3 and Ethan have always been about taking advantage of a mentally ill person for content. Until they were done with her. Until yeah. they had this big fight and decided they were done with her, they're done with Trisha. Because I guarantee you, 100%, if Ethan went to Trisha and wanted to make up, Trisha would make up. But Ethan is the one, maybe of stronger mind, of stronger will, who's going to keep the wall up. Mm-hmm. So... But that's not necessarily wrong but for him to no, do. No, no, not at all. But it was there a time where Ethan and H3 knowingly took advantage of Trisha for content because maybe she's unstable. She produces good content. You never know what to expect. Yeah. Did they use that to their advantage? And now that they're enemies, that's why he's done with her. That's a valid point. That's something to think about. That's a very valid See, point. And that's, for me, it's like it's hard to, in this situation, in these situations, I always go towards the victim but it's harder to believe the victim in circumstances where you know the people. But it's it's still, once again, it's hard because, I've said it a million times, I'm educating myself to be a lawyer. Like, I'm going to go to law school. I've learned the court system and how, you know, police officers can interrogate people and, and line up issues. Like, I've learned all about those ins and outs of things and the psychology behind it. And so much of swaying a jury or a judge is actually eyewitness testimony, which is something that's usually the number one thing that can be incorrect because people can have false memories or false illusions or can be fed things that they think they remember. And a jury or a judge is always going to be swayed by something like a really swaying eyewitness testimony or cold, hard, dead physical facts or evidence. Mm -hmm. So for me, when it's like, believe all victims, how do you 100%, if this were to go to trial, if this ex-girlfriend were to bring charges against Moses, likely nothing would be pressed because there's no physical evidence. How would you support Moses possibly going to jail if there is no physical evidence? Because that's where that's where I well that's break. where it's hard because it's like you can't necessarily do that, um, but See, it doesn't mean that it's no, not. No, it doesn't worth mean that it didn't up. happen or do- that yeah, exactly and, or that it's not worth coming out. Because about. sometimes there won't actually be any criminal justice. There's only social justice. Yeah, which like he loses his job, he loses all of his sponsors. Trish is deplatformed, and there's justice in that way. But it's like so. Say in this situation, say that you know we're doing our podcast together. Someone accuses me of something. Mm-hmm. which you, I would, the, the one thing I would go to is you've known me since they're great. I would never do that. Yeah. Would you in that situation, like where, you know, where Trish is asking Ethan, you know him, you, this is your brother-in-law, you know him, believe him over a stranger. Would you believe me over a stranger? Cause I would be Trisha in that situation. And I would bring up if someone's, let's say someone accuses me of assault, which would never happen. Cause I would never do that. Yeah. And I looked at you and I was like, you know me. I would never do that. How do you deal with that situation? I would be like, I want to believe you. And also, I need more evidence to come out before I can say anything. And I'm going to take What if there is no evidence? I would Because like in these situations, want... there's no physical... A lot of the times, unless there's a time period where a victim needs to get to the hospital and they can collect that evidence. But a lot of the times, it doesn't happen because it's within a time frame. Yeah. Right? So unfortunately, a lot of the times with these situations, there's no evidence that can be gathered, mm-hmm. which is the really scary thing about this type of a crime is that it's like a crime with no... Evidence. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what's so scary about it. We are basically like kings and queens of the criminal justice system now. Yeah. So I've been thinking about changing my hair again. Topic change. Topic change. I'm thinking about going... Good luck, Trish and Ethan. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about going either like platinum or gray, whichever is a little bit easier. No, I want you to do like the Cruella, like the, the red I'm hair. I'm going to do... So like I'm going to do that later. Shirt. I'm going to do that later. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go like greenish. Um, like barf? No. God, no. It's Let me show you the color. It's called Sea Witch. Sea Witch. Like that. Isn't that pretty? Yeah, that's cute. I like it. Let me show that's cute. I like it. I don't know if they can see it. it so, like it. love that. I'm going to do that color. 
I like and it. And then what I'm going to do is then I'm going to do the Cruella development of split dye black and platinum. Oh, that's good. You're going to look insane. No, it's going to look so good. I love it. Gonna and I'm going to cut my bangs like this. See how her bangs are like longer in the middle? They're going to make, it's going to make your head look square. Show, show them. Show them. Show them. It's going to make my your head look, look like square. That. No, okay. That's going to make your head look square because your face is very slender and like. It's slender. It's very round. No, but yeah. But like you don't want like bangs or make your my hair My face look... shape is similar to hers though. No, not at all. You have a you much disagree? slimmer face. I think that that's going to make you look square. It's going to take the, your head. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm excited about it. Well, that's what I want to do. You already went through your bangs era. It's over. Well, it's too late. <laughs> No. It's too late. This is what I'm doing. And then after that, so I'm going to do split dye. Eli. The black and You're like the Eli. Platinum. Too little, too late. Then I'm going to do black and red. I'm going to do dark red, like the Cruella de Vil red. And then I'm going to go all red. You're going to go on here every week and I'm just going to have to introduce you as like a new person. Like we'll give you new names. <laughs> yeah. Like what are we going to name? What's the first one we're going to go with? The green? No, I'm going to go with like a platinum or an ashy gray. We'll name you like Ashanti. Ashante. Why? Because Ash. Ashanti. Oh. Okay. Or something. Love it. We need to give you character, like stripper names. <laughs> Ash, Ash. Ash, Ash, Ketchum. It's Pokemon. Now you don't, you know I don't follow the Pokemon. Oh my God. You no, know, I, I remember you know when everyone used to play Pokemon Go though. Yeah. Now that was an era. That is an era. My boyfriend still plays Pokemon. Mm, that's a red flag. Did you know I went to the dentist today? No. You didn't know I went to the dentist today? You don't tell me there about an, your appointments. Well, well, I could. I, I also have another dentist appointment to get a cavity filled. No. Um, Look at you. Yeah, you want to you talk about all my appointments? <laughs> no, I, I actually meant to tell you this earlier because it's kind of a funny story. Um, I went to the dentist this morning and two, I was not there two minutes in the chair, right? And they have you swish with like the, the mouthwash and this mm-hmm. is so mortifying. And they put the little bib on you. Well, I swished with the mouthwash and it got really foamy and I was spitting it into the cup and I spit it all down my shirt. Oh my God. And I got the whole, like the, like the bib, like it was wet. Ew. Like with wet spots. Ew. And I didn't say anything and they didn't say anything. So. <laughs> That's so yeah. awkward. Yeah. That's so I spilled so it all over myself. Awkward. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. How was your morning? Um, it's good. I actually oh. have a consultation for my teeth today about getting my wisdom teeth removed because I haven't done that yet. And one of them's like almost all the way grown in. Oh, you got to get that done when you're younger. I got mine out before they came through and it's less painful. Well, I'm coming. I waited I'm, too long. I'm going. I'm going to this and I'm going to film it. Me and your mother are going to come scared. pick you up. I'm scared. This is... Can I come? That's why I'm, I'm like, I, I don't come? even want to be around my parents. I'm going to have my boyfriend take care of me in my apartment. No, your mother's going to take care of you. No. You know what you're going to, it's going to be really fun like the first day because you get to eat ice cream and jello and pudding. And by about day three, you want nothing but salt and carbs. Because like oh, you're sure. tired of sugar. I got to, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Can I oh, come? Oh my God. Yeah, you can come visit me. No, no. I want to come when you, after you get it done. You're not I'll, allowed to bring anybody else because of COVID. I can be in the parking lot waiting for you to come out to your car. <laughs> you can be there when you, to help pick Who's going to pick you up? Probably Joey. Well, then I'm coming. Okay, you me can and come Joey. With Joey. Okay, I can get to know Joey. Yeah, you guys can get to know each other. Hang out and talk about embarrassing Lexi stories. God, now you're not coming anymore. <laughs> I'm so coming. I'm so coming. I'm, so I'm excited. I'm gonna film it and share it with the world. Yeah, so I'll let you know how my Stay consultation tuned. went next week. Yeah. We talked about. Uh, are you yawning? Yeah. I you over this? To breathe sometimes. You over this? Yeah, you t- you've talked about that before. It's yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. You struggle to breathe. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. You're. Hmm. Okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, we talked about driver's license girl earlier, yes. Olivia Rodrigo. Miss Olivia Rodrigo. Um, she was dragged on Twitter, I think, last week or the week before. But I saved the story because I just we just have to talk about it. Okay. So she did an interview with Billboard and was dragged. I mean, dragged on Twitter for saying, and I'll bring up the quote. This is her quote with with Billboard. This was the headline: Olivia Rodrigo once thought only white girls could be pop stars. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that? this. Yeah. Well, everyone dragged her because they looked up, okay, well, when was she born? Like, when she, in this interview, she, she goes into, you know, when she was a kid, she thought, you know, I think she's Filipino. And mm-hmm. so she was like, I looked at the charts and only, I thought only white girls could be pop stars. So now here I am and I feel like I'm a role model. Okay. Okay. Um, which is great, but I think that you put out one album. So let's, let's slow the reins here. And uh, people looked into, you know, when was she born? And someone, and I have all these tweets and, and I'll read them all. But when she was born, 
the main people on the chart, like here, this tweet, it says, In 2003, the year Rodrigo was born, only one female singer in the top 20 of Billboard 100 list was white, Natasha Bedingfield. The rest, Nelly Furtado, Shakira, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, Cassie, and the Pussycat Dolls lead singer Nicole Scherzinger were all minorities. And so everyone was dragging Olivia because technically she's what Twitter called white passing. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to look at some of these drag tweets, they say, her and Halsey, we get along great. She keeps embarrassing me and now it's out of my hands. Is she not white? I know black, I Dominican. I don't know what that means. Then she realized white passing girls could be pop stars too. I sometimes get DMs from little girls being like, I've never seen someone who looked like me in, my, in this position. That's a quote from Olivia Rodrigo. And the tweet responding to that was, now sister girl. <laughs> Do you think she really gets DMs like that? I don't think so. I doubt that. And then, oh, this, this is my favorite right here. Okay, look at this. Olivia Rodrigo in front of the mirror. What people see. Princess Belle. What she sees. <laughs> Mulan. Mulan. <laughs> And then, oh, someone else, already in her reputation era, OMG, or um, these white girls are being, are taking over the industry. (laughs) Or, uh, oh, how about this one? Um, This bitch really want to prove people that she was not privileged and struggled a lot. She's so effing annoying, like on and on, like all these tweets. And I'm, I'm just, I'm torn here because like, she's entitled to her experiences. Yeah. But she's acting as if. She's getting all these DMs from these little girls like, I've yeah. never seen someone that looks like you in this position. Yeah. It's like, like what? What is, what do you look like? It'd Olivia? be like, it'd be like, I'm okay. I'm a third generation immigrant from Hungary. Right. Okay. But I don't use that as like a minority card. Right. No. Like, like. I just don't because I'm white. I'm right. Yeah. So I could go around and be like, well, I'm a third generation immigrant from Hungary. So I get you. I've been through it. <laughs> but it's like, no, you no, haven't. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. There's just, a, it's just a different experience. The girl from High know. School Musical, the musical, the series is oppressed. <laughs> so um, think about that. Okay. That's why I call her driver's license girl. I've taken away the privilege of calling her by her name. Oh, She's just too God. embarrassing. And oh okay, I'm, I'm shading it up right here. I don't have anything against this girl. I'm just being funny. Yeah. I just think she's irritating. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean... Did you see her at the Met Gala? I don't think we pulled her up. She looked like a Muppet. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I get in this chair and something happens. <clears throat> it's like you're possessed. I'm not possessed. Well, no, but like you're the, the power of pop culture news just like Overwhelms flows me. through you. You're, just, you're merely a conduit for all of the shade power that must be thrown. You know who else embarrassed themselves this week? Who? Landon McBroom. <laughs> Austin McBroom. You know who Austin McBroom is? No. Austin McBroom. He fought Bryce Hall. Ace Family, YouTuber, Catherine. His wife is named Catherine. They have kids. Look him up. You'll, you'll know what he looks like. Where's your phone? Pull your phone out. I don't pay attention to this side of TikTok. It's not TikTok. It's YouTube. I'm on side of TikTok. It's on YouTube. It's on the YouTube. Sound like a grandpa. I'm like trying to like get you up to speed. Okay, here. what's his name? Austin McBroom. And then his brother is Landon McBroom, which is who we're gonna talk about. Yeah, I don't recognize him. I don't follow Austin fights. McBroom? He fought I don't with follow... Bryce Hall. We talked about Austin McBroom. I don't care about fights. The, I don't care about Bryce Hall. The Ace family. I don't care about these people. You have to know who that is. He's a basketball player? Yeah, but he, he's like a family YouTuber now. Interesting. And he has a he He's, like, really rich and he's okay, cool. Okay, so Landon McBroom. So Landon is his brother who is, like, trying to also be an influencer but is, like, a level below Austin. Like, uh-huh. Austin's pretty popular. I'm surprised you don't know the Ace family. Landon is, like, the sibling leech that's trying to, like, become famous also. Okay. And uh, he was exposed this week for faking an influencer lifestyle. I love now, that. Now, if you're wondering what that means, it means that... You steal pictures from Google and Pinterest and post them, as Landon McBroom does, on his social media and claim it's your own. That's, Would you I'm like pretty sure, receipts? illegal. That's like Would you plagiarism. like the receipts? Yes, that's plagiarism. We pull up these receipts. Because those are pictures that people actually had to take and work hard for. <laughs> okay, so, so <clears throat> exhibit A, okay? Here's a picture from Pinterest that is... A mood board, right? And it's mm-hmm. a picture of a private jet and there's some sushi. 
Well, Landon McBroom posted this on his Snapchat story, same exact oh picture, my God. tagging Las Vegas, Vegas for the weekend. Okay, this is from Pinterest, sir. Mm-hmm. This is a Wendy's, sir. <laughs> literally the no, exact same photo. Literally exact. Okay, next, right? You go on Google and you search Sea Green Birkin, which is like the most expensive designer bag anybody could buy. Mm-hmm. Okay, here, right right here, we have the it's picture. Like the fourth picture. Sea Green. That comes it's up. it's one of the biggest pictures that comes up, right? Landon McBroom on his Instagram story. A token. So what is he pretending to give this to his wife, girlfriend? Oh my side God. chick. Right? Last one. Janet Guzman, I don't know who that is, posted a picture on July 25th of her with a guy, and you could just see their legs, like they're sitting on each other's laps, mm-hmm. or she's sitting on his lap. He took that picture and posted it to his Snapchat story and said, new video today at 4 p.m., quote, my new relationship. Oh, my God. So this man has been caught several times That's stealing photos embarrassing from the internet him. to scam a lifestyle. That's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. Your brother is Austin McBroom. I'm sure he would share if you asked. Or maybe not. Maybe that's why he's doing this. It's just it's just like, don't pretend to have more than you do. You don't need to. You, wealth isn't what Money makes t- you famous. Let me tell you something. Being famous brings you wealth. Money talks and wealth whispers. So Ooh. if he's going online, isn't he smart enough to pick, if he's going to steal pick pictures from Google or Pinterest, maybe scroll down to the bottom photos. instead of like using the first one that pops up. My advice. Just a thought. Just a thought. That's our <laughs> advice. So good luck to this man. Um, I, I, I just have no words. I just, I, I. Yeah, there's not a lot to say. Um, it's embarrassing. I'm just. It's I, embarrassing. It's so. See, this is so embarrassing. Early when we were like, we look at people with no style and we're just confused. Like, what's running through their head? Why wasn't he invited to the Met Gala? Like, if we're inviting anybody, I guess this person should have been invited. Well, he doesn't have the wealth, obviously. He to couldn't have bought a plate, a thirty thousand dollar, yeah, or three hundred thousand dollar table. Yeah, no way. We should figure out how to raise the money and do that. Like, maybe a GoFundMe. Like, get TRM to the Met get, Gala. Yeah, get TRM to the Met Gala. What would you wear? To the Met Gala. That's where the other GoFundMe comes in. <laughs> you know the designers have to pick the people that they style? Really? So what, like, so Valentino, I didn't show you the picture of Dixie D'Amelio. She also looked like a Muppet. She had like this big Muppet thing on her head. Why would Valentino think, I'm going to pick Dixie D'Amelio over Blake Lively? I don't know. Maybe Angelina Blake Lively Jolie. taken. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Why don't we run the internet? We could really figure it out. I feel like we could do it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we raise a glass to the end of the episode? Wow, we're already here. Yeah, I, feel I know, like right? We sped through. Can't believe we got here. How did we do it? You didn't drink any of your drink. I drank from like here to here. I drank some of it. I've been sipping it. I actually drank a lot. Look how much I drank. I'd be drinking. Yeah, I don't know how you like this. So nothing. I mean, like I like it's pretty plain, but like I like the spice. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I love the flame and hot. Mac and cheese. You know that I've never had flaming hot Cheetos. I've never had a Taki. I've what? never had like any of the flaming hot stuff. You're out of your like, mind. I went it's to the, the fa- best. I went to our state fair the other day, and my sister got like flaming hot corn, like this oh, ear of corn. So good. I've never had any of it. Why? I don't know. I've, it's I've, delicious. I stick to what I like. I don't know. I've just yeah, never you're very had... like chicken nuggets and corn dogs when you go out to eat. I went out yesterday like to this really fancy restaurant to celebrate like uh, my uh, who was it who had a birthday my grandpa. Um, my, actually, you know what's funny is that I'm a twin and my grandpa has a twin. Oh, nice. Right? So we. I, went, I mean, that is makes a lot of sense. It's usually genetic. Right? I would love to have twins, like a boy and a girl. <laughs> no, because you know what? It's so great. It's like growing up with like a built-in friend. Like I don't have to do anything alone. So any yeah, anyway, to, long story short, um, I went out to dinner the other night to a fancy restaurant and guess what I had? Chicken tenders. Chicken strips and fries. <laughs> you know what? Safest thing to order on any menu and you know it's going to be good. Come I like on. to experiment. I don't eat chicken, so I can't yeah. do that even if I wanted to, but I like Everyone to Everyone was getting like fancy clam chowder and shrimp kebabs and, cl- and and crab cakes. And I'm like, can I get the chicken strips? <laughs> and the lady's like, would you like fries with that? And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We, every time, we, I can't think of a single time I've gone out to eat with you, even at like yeah. a burger restaurant. No, when we, you oh, get chicken well, no, I, I like burgers, tenders. but like, I, I just, I like You them. love fries. Lo- oh. Love fries. What's your favorite place for fries? God. 
You know what? McDonald's always wins. But I will say that Applebee's has great fries. Huh. Mm-hmm. Applebee's. I would not have picked Applebee's as, yeah. as a... Yeah, or McDonald's. I would say always McDonald's, though. Always McDonald's. Okay. Always McDonald's. Unpopular opinion. Unless... I'm not a fan of McDonald's fries. We're done. We're ending the episode early. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at The Rumor Mill Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at TRM Updates. You can follow our TikTok at The Rumor Mill. <laughs> Don't you dare forget to subscribe to our YouTube the rumor mill you can give us a like throw us a comment watch our video podcast every week you can also find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts if you don't want to watch us which would be a cry and shame uh new episodes every friday we always cover the latest entertainment news and uh we'll see you next we're week we're out we'll see you next week <laughs> you suck you suck <laughs>